Hello and welcome to The Simple Business Show. I'm Nisha, online business coach, boat lifer and 10-year travelling entrepreneur. This is a podcast to inspire and teach freedom seekers like you how to make a full-time income online without working full-time hours so you can have the time, location and financial freedom to live the lifestyle you dream of. In my corner of the internet, we keep business simple because life is for living and business is just a small part of that big, beautiful life. It shouldn't take over your entire world. You can make a reliable income online without constant hustle, overwhelm or working full time. And on this podcast, I aim to show you how. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I'm going to jump right into this one. We're going to talk about hard truths that will make business easier. I have not actually counted the number of hard truths that I wrote down in this note that I'm looking at on my phone right now. I just quickly wrote down the hard truths that I could think of off the top of my head in all honesty and then I'm going to walk you through all of them and then maybe I'll put the number in the podcast episode name. But we're going to dive right in. And the first hard truth that, well, actually, let me start that again. I'm going to say, I'm going to preface these points by saying that the reason these hard truths will make business easier for you is because when we walk around like these facts that I'm about to tell you are not or should not be true for us, we're just going to make business so much more difficult to navigate, so much more stressful than when we actually accept that these things that I'm about to share with you are true for everyone, for all business owners, regardless of how many years you have under your belt and how much experience you have, okay? So these things are true for all of us and when we accept them, life gets easier. So number one, the first hard truth is that not everyone online will like you or your work. And that is okay because you are not for everyone. I think it was Dita Von Tess, Dita Von Tees, I don't know how to say her name, but she said, you could be the juiciest peach in the world and there are still people who won't like peaches. It is as simple as that. Not everyone is going to like you and that is okay because you are not for everyone. And the way that I try and think about it too is if we walked around expecting that everyone should like us and feeling offended when somebody doesn't like us or like our work, I'm not saying we are being narcissistic, but it is a low-key narcissistic Uh, attitude to have, this attitude that everyone should like us. And when you take a step back and you acknowledge that, you know what, no one, I'm not entitled for everyone to like me and it's a very unrealistic expectation to have, then you can relax a little bit more and you can share your work online with more ease and less fear of judgment because you accept that there are gonna be people who like you and there are gonna be people who don't. And that is normal and that is okay. When we fight against that and we want everybody to like us, that is gonna make life and business a heck of a lot harder to navigate. 
Okay, hard truth number two. Not everyone you work with will love your work. This is unfortunate, but it's the truth. I've never worked with anyone who has had not one client dislike their work or be disappointed in some way. And that's because we're all imperfect human beings and sometimes you can do your best for someone and it isn't what they need. Or you could be, you could have done your very best for someone and it will never be enough. There's so many different types of people And that means that there's so many different types of clients and you're going to have some clients that love the work you do for them and some that don't. And as long as that's not the majority and that's the minority, then you're doing okay. It's a bit unrealistic to expect that you will never, ever, ever have a client who is not unhappy with the work that you've done. Just aim to make sure that most of them, the majority of them are. And when you do have a client who is unhappy or disappointed in some kind of way, then make sure that you remain respectful and communicate with that client and see if there is a way that you can make it better because it is your job to satisfy your clients. Try to find a way to make it better and also remind yourself that sometimes some for some people nothing you do will ever be good enough and that there are times when you have to walk away and trust that there are other more aligned clients out there for you right hard truth number three along the same lines to be honest hard truth number three is that occasionally some clients or customers will ask you for a refund This is just the nature of business and again as long as it's not the majority and it's the minority of people then you are doing okay. Don't allow yourself to for instance sell 100 copies of an ebook just as an example and then get one refund request and a nasty review and then talk yourself out of ever selling this thing ever again and convince yourself that it's total trash just because this this one person or one one out of every 100 people tells you they hated it. Because if we all did that, none of us would ever create anything ever again. And not everyone, going back to my first couple of points, not everyone is going to like you and not everyone has to in order for your work to still be impactful. And an example of this, a really great example, is a book that I read recently called It Ends With Us by Colleen Hoover. And it's a very controversial book and there are loads of people who love it and there are lots of people who hate it. And even though there's lots of criticism that hasn't stopped it from being a best-selling book and that hasn't stopped it from going viral on TikTok and it hasn't stopped all of the people who loved that book and all of the people who actually learned something positive from that book. So let that be an example to you. Some people will like you, some people won't. Some people will be happy with your work, some people won't. Some will ask for a refund and some people won't. And as long as it's in the minority, it doesn't really mean that much about you. Just 
take those situations whenever they come with a pinch of salt and ask yourself, how can I use this experience, this situation? How can I use what I've learned from this to improve myself, to improve my work and to improve the experience that I'm giving to my clients and my customers? When we all try to use these experiences to improve ourselves, that's when we really win. And I know it won't be and it is never comfortable. It's never a comfortable experience to go through any of these first three points. Sometimes we just have to say, right, it wasn't it wasn't comfortable, but what can I learn from this and how can I implement what I've learned to improve going forward? Okay, point number, are we on point number five? <laughs> I've lost track already, but point number five, I'm going to say, is that you won't feel passionate, motivated or fulfilled by your work all the time. That is an unrealistic expectation because feelings ebb and flow in every area of our lives. You aren't always going to feel super lovey-dovey about your husband, for example, right? Sometimes you're going to feel really annoyed by that person. Sometimes you're going to feel frustrated by that person. Sometimes you're just going to feel ambivalent and just sometimes you're going to feel content, right? And there's all of these different emotions. You're going to ebb and flow through a lot of feelings. And I don't know why we expect our businesses to be any different to any other area of life because that's what I see quite often online. I see a lot of people expecting their business to bring them fulfillment, the ultimate fulfillment all the time and that's not going to happen. Sometimes you're going to feel bored and you're going to lack passion Sometimes you're not even going to be sure that you enjoy what you do anymore. And in those cases, when you don't feel passion or motivation to work, you have to kind of use your discernment to discern between whether you need to rest or whether you need to use discipline to carry on. Okay, the next point is you aren't responsible for your client's results they are. And this includes both their bad results and their good results. You might help your clients with particular things, but ultimately you aren't responsible for whatever the result is that they get in their lives or businesses, whatever you've helped them with. They are responsible for those results themselves. If, say, you have a client who goes on to have a six-figure launch, That is that client's responsibility and that is that client's hard work and effort and mind that has created that. You've just helped them with certain parts of that. But it's not your responsibility, it was theirs. Because it took their consistency, their effort, their implementation of what you taught them and much, much more. But the same point also applies to your client's bad results. You aren't responsible for those either because like I've just said, the client bears so much more responsibility in the results that they create in their lives and businesses than you can ever take credit for. Because the client, it's down to them to put in the effort, to be consistent, to implement what you teach, to 
go to you for support, to ask the questions, to not give up at the first sign of failure, to learn how to make decisions and pivot and so on and so forth, depending obviously of what you have created or done for them. So try to remember that your clients are their own person, their own business, and not take too much credit for their results, whatever they may be. Hard truth, the next one. I was going to say hard truth number eight, but I honestly don't know what the number is at this point. 100% certainty does not exist. So don't wait to feel certain before making moves in your business. If you wait to feel 100% certain about things, you're going to always be sitting on the fence. And instead, what we want to do is just be sure enough, be certain enough, and by that I mean be confident enough to make the move and just trust that, you know, whatever the result, you'll be able to handle it and you'll be able to pivot if you don't get the result that you want. Just like you've handled every bad result that's ever come in the past as as a result of your choices. And just like you have pivoted at every point in the past when things haven't gone your way. The next point is that perfection does not exist. It is procrastination in disguise. When we really deeply accept that perfection does not exist and we allow ourselves to settle for good enough, which let's be honest, most people's good enough is really good anyway, (laughs) then we help ourselves take strides and gain momentum instead of keeping ourselves stuck in one place. I see a lot of business owners get hung up on perfection expecting it of themselves, expecting it of their clients, expecting it of everything. And all that is doing is keeping you stuck. And all it's doing is giving you a reason, an excuse to procrastinate instead of just taking messy action and letting good enough truly be good enough. Imperfect action is better than perfect inaction. On the topic of perfectionism, One good point to make here is that if you expect perfection of yourself, then you likely expect perfection of other people too. And that's going to make life really hard for you. And it's going to make business really difficult as well. Because nobody is perfect, including you. And what you'll find is that the more that you give people space to be imperfect the more you give yourself that space to and vice versa. And when that starts to happen, you'll move through life and business with a lot more ease and you'll get things done a lot faster as well. The final hard truth is that you can't make your clients do the work they need to do. And this one is for anyone who is feeling like, you know, you really want your clients to do the homework that you've assigned them or you really want your clients, now that you've created this incredible website for them, to do the marketing they need to do to get the results that they want so that they don't go out of business and your design is just left unused. 
I know that that can feel really sucky, but you can't make them do the work they need to do. You can help them and you can support them in doing that, but you can't control anybody but yourself. And that's always a really important point to remember in business, especially if you are someone who has a tendency to take over responsibility for other people. There's one more that I almost forgot to include, but I'm going to include it. And it's that business can be simple, but it isn't meant to be easy. I actually have a podcast episode dedicated completely to this one hard truth. So I will link to that below in the show notes. But if business were easy, everyone would do it. That's why not everyone does, because it is a difficult thing. It's going to push you in ways that perhaps a normal nine to five would not. It's going to push you to be decisive, to have self-discipline, to motivate yourself. It's going to push you to overcome perfectionism and procrastination and so many more things. It's going to push you to learn skills that you feel you're not good at and none of this means that you shouldn't do it but I think that when you accept that business isn't meant to be easy, that it can be simple, but it is not meant to be easy, then you stop constantly expecting it to be. You you stop constantly wondering what you're doing wrong compared to everybody else because this isn't easy for you. Because the truth is that it's not easy for anyone. For certain people, it can be simple, but it's not easy for anyone. So those are the hard truths that I hope accepting will make business easier for you. And if any of these points stood out to you and any of them were what you needed to hear today, I would love to hear about them. So just DM me over on Instagram at Nisha Woolery, or you can share a screenshot of this episode and make sure to tag me so that I can talk with you about the point that you found most helpful. If you enjoyed this podcast, I'd really appreciate it if you left a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Reviews and ratings really help me get this podcast in front of more business owners who may need it. So I'm very grateful and I will talk to you next week.